Blog Talk Radio. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the land, Fox News warned its viewers of a dastardly plan. The liberals were launching their war on the season to get rid of Christmas and commit acts of treason, removing decorations out of their sight and telling you that Santa and Jesus ain't white. Environmentalists will come right after your soul. They hate all things Christmas, especially the coal. They'll sneak in your house all dressed in their flannel and instead give the bad kids some new solar panels. They'll take up all decorations that please us. They'll even go after tiny baby Jesus. Now all these Fox lies cause such a frustration. Who would save us all from this misinformation? When live from the net there came lots of chatter. Could it be old Saint Nick or perhaps someone fatter? Broadcasting from New Orleans down in Louisiana, it was none other than liberal Dan coming to save the holiday season busting through their lies with facts, logic, and reason. But I cannot do it myself, he exclaimed. So he called other groups, each one by name. On Christians, on Muslims, on Wiccans, on Jews, on Hindus, on Buddhists, and atheists, too. Let's all spread the word and tell them, indeed, that there's no war on Christmas, just one on greed. So instead of joining this manufactured fight, listen to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. If you're listening live, you can also join us in the Blog Talk Radio chat room. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Sign into your free blogtalkradio.com account and you can join us in the chat leave your questions comments etc over there and if you're listening after the live broadcast you can leave your comments questions concerns etc over on the show thread at liberaldan.com on facebook.com slash liberaldan or at liberaldan radio on twitter uh, of course you could always uh, there's a youtube channel if you go to youtube.liberaldan.com that'll bring you to the youtube channel you could subscribe there to see uh content that i should be coming up with in the next few days and if you want to support the podcast, you can go to uh, patreon.liberaldan.com or liberal or patreon.com slash liberaldan. Either one works, and that will bring you to the show pot to the podcast page where you can support it for as little as three dollars a month, or you could even uh, buy commercial advertising. And currently, I have a deal going on. It's it, it's over at the end of the year. So if you want to support the show and advertise on the show and lock in rates for as long as the show lasts, as long as it's legally possible, um, we can discuss what that means if you want. But basically, um, I'm giving my – just in case I'm not legally able to do that under any other sort of agreements, like if I was going to go to a, another platform and that platform says, look, you can't charge people different rates for your for advertisers, then I would have to nix the, the program. But otherwise – my intent with this is to make sure that people who support me from the beginning will be people who will support me. Uh, will have, will, I will, I will maintain um, good faith with them as long as they may, 
retain sponsorship and be, become a sponsor for me and support the show, uh, I will give them the cheaper rates uh, in perpetuity uh, as long as obviously the I can legally be able to do so. But that only lasts till the 31st. You have eight more days to take advantage of that deal. And once that's gone, I'll still lock it in for 12 months. So you'll still be able to take advantage of the 12 month rate, uh, but I'm not going to lock it in for the life of the program. I, there, at some point I have to, I have to nix that special deal and maybe I'll run another one later, but that's the risk you take for not jumping on board now. So um, high pressure sales tactic, if you will. Um, what else? Uh, I don't, you got so much stuff going on. Uh, normally I don't play this till the bottom half of the hour. Uh, but I do want to go ahead and start with this week's Hypocrite of the Week. Um, again, Hypocrite of the Week is one of the things you can sponsor. And if you sponsor Hypocrite of the Week, I will do this bit every week. Um, and actually, I, I almost forgot about this. So I had to record it really quickly, like in, the, in two minutes before the show started. So it's not, it might not be the best audio that there is. But uh, what is it? It is what it is. Uh, thank you, Donald. Anyway, so anyway. Without further ado, this week's Hypocrite of the Week. This week's Hypocrite of the Week is Facebook, who thinks it's okay for conservatives to call people sheep, but I can't call people plague rats who won't wear masks or socially distance during a pandemic because that somehow is harassment or bullying. Nice double standard there, Facebook. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Day and Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. And the Hypocrite of the Week, the audio in the back is uh, Kevin McLeod's If I Had a Chicken. Uh, I will update the show description accordingly to give credit, as that is required. But I am giving credit this is this way as well to make sure that I cover all my bases. So uh, it's free to use, but you do have to give credit. So there's me giving credit, and I'll give the link later, or maybe during my first commercial break, or what have you. Uh, but yeah, if you've listened to the minicast, which... Unless you've subscribed on Anchor or follow me on Twitter, uh, you would have not have known about the minicast until today because, well, I was banned from Facebook for three days. And I talked about that Facebook ban and what, why it happened. Um, I talk, I've talked about that a little bit uh, on the minicast. I'm not going to rehash that. Um, I'm not going to rehash that. However, um, I am going to... Uh, you know, you know, if you want to listen, if you want to find out more about the basics of that, uh, argue, of the arguments that made during the case, you can go listen to the minicast. But I guess here is an update uh, on the issues pertaining to this, uh, which is a I went ahead and after the minicast, I went ahead and went to the oversight board. If you go to oversightboard.com, there are there are uh, there's an appeals process that goes on if you think that you've been unfairly punished on Facebook. So I went ahead and, and pushed this because there's several different reasons. Uh, let's see. Oh, look at that. Uh, I they received the appeal on the 22nd, and on the 22nd, the Facebook appeals board has not been selected for review by the board. Thanks for submitting an appeal. However, your case is not selected for an in-depth review by the board. However, Facebook and the board have noted the following. 
You believe Facebook made a mistake about the decision related to its standards on bullying and harassment. Uh, and you've added the following keywords. The board may have reviewed other cases similar to yours. Learn more at recent board decisions. So there you go. Facebook is just complete trash when it comes to that. And uh, this is basically uh, my appeal summary. Uh, I'll read my appeal summary that I sent to the oversight board, oversight board, which is, this is not, this is, I might've touched on some of these things on the mini cast, but I'll, I'll talk about this again. Uh, the closest rule I can see you might try and claim I violated is comparisons to animals or insects that are culturally perceived as intellectually or physically inferior or to an inanimate object, cow, monkey, potato, uh, so, so, so forth. Those are examples that they're given. But the term I use, playgrat, is not meant to call the person an animal, but to highlight the irresponsible manner in which the people are behaving in the middle of a pandemic. I'm not calling the person a little rodent in an attempt to belittle as somehow inferior. I'm calling out the person for a behavior that put others at risk by spreading disease, by not following the advice of epidemiologists and virologists. These people are not only spreading the disease by refusing to mask up and stay socially distanced. They are also spreading false information. This individual was saying that masking was to protect the wearer and not to help prevent the wearer from spreading the disease to others. This person said that they would continue to behave in a way that would put others at risk and as such risk spreading the disease, much like certain animals did during the Black Plague. What is even more frustrating is that while my comment was immediately flagged for bullying, I have lost count on the number of times that I've been called a sheep on Facebook for listening to the experts, wearing a mask, and staying socially distanced. If it is against Facebook policy to belittle people by referring to them as animals, why don't the posts that call people who are following the expert guideline sheep get automatically flagged by the system? When these comments are allowed to stand, it tells me that Facebook's policy is to allow some people to be belittled as being, quote, mindless followers, because that's what the sheep label does. But when I dare call somebody out for spreading the disease in a manner similar to a rodent during the plague, that, some, that is somehow bullying. I shouldn't be punished for what others are clearly allowed to do. Uh, what, then they ask, why did I post this content? Uh, as I explained in the previous section, the reason I pose, called the individual a plague rat is because they are advocating behaving in a way that promotes the spread of disease in the middle of a pandemic. Since my post was automatically flagged, I can absolutely say for certain that the settings are inadequate for determining the context in which a comment was given. Alan Turing would tell you that such a thing would be impossible for a computer to, to determine, but it does seem to me like Facebook believes that I was literally calling the person a, an, an animal when the term playground has a colloquial definition that doesn't mean that they are a little rodent and inferior, but they are enabling the spread of disease. Uh, does this content involve important social issues? Yes. Uh, COVID-19, easy for me to say, COVID-19 is the most important social issue currently because the United States is only, has only 4% of the world's population, yet it has 20% plus of the world's deaths. People are behaving irresponsibly and are claiming that they should have the right to not wear masks or be socially distanced despite the risk it poses to people around them when they do so. The individuals knowingly and willingly put others at risk, uh, or that individuals knowingly and willingly, willingly put others at risk is something that needs to be discussed, and terms used to identify such people are helpful in doing just that, especially terms that allow people to connect these actions to similar historical events. Uh, is there anything else the board should know? This is what I end this argument at. I believe that there absolutely can be actions where individuals are referred to as animals that can be seen as demeaning or bullying. There are plenty of examples that I can think of when calling somebody a literal animal is horrible and oftentimes bigoted to boot. But sometimes there is an implied comparison where someone is behaving like a certain animal, like telling somebody they're acting like a lemming 
has a meaning that doesn't imply that they are little literal rodents, but that they are taking an action that risks self-harm if they don't stop the path that they are on. Referring to somebody as a plague rat is much the same way. It doesn't mean that the person is a rodent, but it means that they are helping the spread of the disease. And I just want to reemphasize that when I called, when I've been called a sheep many times on Facebook, there is no clear reper- repercussions uh, to those people because the comments stand to this day. How would I ever know that calling somebody else some other name was a violation of a rule? I believe that the term plague rat should be against the rules, but if it is, so is calling people sheep. But since I see those comments, I shouldn't be punished for not following the rules when those rules are not uniformly uh, applied. So that is how it is. And apparently they are not selecting my case. So um, let's see, recent born rulings. There is, I, I, they say check on recent board decisions, but this, uh, this uh, page does not have a uh, working link uh, and there's nothing in here um, really that allows me to see anything uh, apparently if the oversight board is new um, but I don't know I haven't seen any like October 22nd is when the oversight board is now accepting cases so I haven't. I don't necessarily see any example for the oversight board uh, that has this, or where I could find anything in reference to uh, the determination of why plague rat is okay and why uh, sheep or plague rat is not okay while sheep is okay. Uh, so it's just hypocrisy on Facebook's part. And again, as I said on the minicast, Facebook is absolutely free to set whatever rules it deems necessary to run the site. They are, are in no way uh, required to allow me to call people a plague rat, and they can clearly allow people to be hypocritical, but that doesn't stop me from criticizing those decisions and uh, making statements about them being unfair. And then, of course, in the middle of my jail term on Facebook, I was, first of all, asked by Facebook to, hey, you can promote one of your pages. Why don't you write an ad for Riot Share Dan? Well, I can't write an ad for Riot Share Dan. I can't do anything really on Facebook except for moderate my group. Like there's a group, there was new members that were requested. I could request or I could accept or deny new member requests. That's pretty much the only thing that I could do publicly. I could use DMs, but if I can't write a post, how am I going to write an ad? It doesn't seem to make sense. And why would I want to buy, spend money to advertise things on Facebook if Facebook is going to treat me unfairly? So I'm, I'm not running off the parlor, that's for darn sure, but you know, Facebook is basically a tool, and it's a tool that I'm going to have to use and, and be more clever, I guess, when it comes to calling people plague rats, or maybe I won't say the word plague rats, but I'll be like, you know, the, what, the thing that you are rhymes with the, with the word Hague splats, but um, I can't say those words or else Facebook will punish me for it. Who knows? Maybe that's allowed, maybe that's not allowed. I don't know. Um, if I get another Facebook jail term, and maybe that'll be for 30 days that next time. Who knows? Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, I have also since uh, reported several people for calling me and other people sheep. And I, even though my post was automatically flagged and yanked, and I automatically got placed in Facebook jail over this, um, the people who call people sheep are not automatically flagged. 
and uh, when I re- reported those posts for not being automatically flagged or, or, or being a violation of the harassment and bullying uh, policies on Facebook, it's, oh, no, this does not violate that rule. So I, you, all the conservatives out there who want to say that Facebook treats them unfairly, y'all can miss me with that because y'all get to say, you know, call people names. But yet when we call y'all names, they treat you like little fragile snowflakes and you can't handle it. So I will just drink my tea and let that be the end of it. But let's, let's end this segment of Liberal Day Radio and we will head to the first commercial break. When we come back, we'll be taking your calls as well, 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Would you like to support Liberal Day and Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out budgeteers.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but Budgeteers is geared to help you make the best decision for you. 
So check out budgeteers.com or go to youtube.com slash budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Do you want to put some money away for holiday gifts or just create a separate account to save money for a rainy day? Do you want to get a savings bonus every month for money deposited? Do you want the chance to earn up to $10 million simply by depositing money into an FDIC-insured bank? Then open a Yada account and use code LIBERALDAN, make a deposit, and you can get 100 free tickets for next week's jackpot. Each deposit can earn you extra tickets as well. And I've made it easy for you. Just go to yada.liberaldan.com and sign up. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan.com. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan, from New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, to join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. So uh, I found uh, in a week where I was in Facebook jail, Donald Trump was pardoning everybody and their mother. And it's just amazing to me the... Uh, Amazing to me how, how people just didn't see this coming. Uh, especially, let, let's jump to the uh, commutation um, or the clemency that was given to the uh, Blackwater individuals, uh, which I think is, is um, one of the most horrific things that he did. Uh, in his, you know, you know, a lot of other ones smell of like quid pro quo or you know, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. So there, there are clear examples of, of you know, him just pandering to people, his father, or his, I guess his son-in-law's father. I don't know what that makes him. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know what that makes. I don't know what you call that, but. Um, that that is an issue. Roger Stone, you know the Penguin. Uh, that's another. I'm, oh, well, if I called Roger Stone Penguin on on Facebook, is that going to get me banned for another three days? It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, but these guys killed 14 Iraqis. Actually, these people killed 17 Iraqi civilians. But it was determined that their actions were justified in killing three of them, but the other 14 uh, were not justified and that these deaths were were again not allowed under you know the rules of engagement rules of conduct international law what have you um so these four former guards for blackwater uh nicholas slatten paul slough evan liberty and dustin hurd uh, were convicted six years ago of killing 14 iraqi civilians wounding 17 others uh, witnesses described how the men ambushed civilians unprovoked, firing on Missouri Square with heavy gunfire and grenade launchers. Uh, it was in 2007. Four were working as guards for Blackwater. Blackwater was giving a, a pri- security for uh, American personnel over there. Um, Hassan Salman is among the Iraqis who was shot during those ambush. Uh, he was shocked by Trump's pardons. Now, you know, to give a little history on these cases. Um, the United States government worked with the Iraqis 
to form these cases. You know, this, uh, let's see, when were the massacre was in 2007. I'll forget. I'll see where they were convicted. Um, but you know, they were, they were, four divorces were giving sentences ranging from 12 years to life imprisonment, including on charges of first degree murder. Um, and you know, it was, there was good, you know, faith done by the American government at the time to go after these criminals and punish them for their actions. And it is a slap in the face to the people who were victims of these criminals and for, for the, for those people's families and to our, our own military for them and and the people who are working on behalf of America abroad. Uh, This, this only makes things worse for people who are serving this country abroad, either in a military role or a diplomatic role or some other role uh, where they are probably now more at danger because Donald Trump took this action. And it's, you would think that uh, conservatives would, would, you know, are always a rule of law, rule of law, law and order. Donald Trump talks about law and order, but yet these people act in a lawless way, and he gives them clemency. Now, clemency doesn't eliminate their guilt. Uh, the difference with clemency is um, pardon is a form of clemency. Clemency is a... a general term for reducing penalties for a particular crime without actually clearing a criminal record. A clemency can come in the form of a pardon, which is forgiveness of a sentence, a commutation, which is a reduction in sentence or a reprieve, which is a temporary putting off of punishment while the situation is analyzed further. Uh, So uh, Donald Trump did not necessarily pardon these individuals. However, you know, nobody should be surprised at Donald Trump's actions. Um, the GOP debate should have pulled this up early. Donald Trump GOP debate. Um, let's see. Um, you know, families would would get me the direct quote. January twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. He said it at a rally, and he also said it at. Uh, he also said it at at, at a debate. Um, Trump's fans tend to express little regard for political norms. They cheer his most outlandish statements. O'Reilly asked Trump if he meant it, if he said that he would take out the family members of terrorists. Uh, he didn't believe that Trump would put out hits on women and children for your elected Trump replied, I would do pretty severe stuff. The Mesa crowd erupted in applause. Yeah, baby, the man near me yelled. And I'd never been to a political event where people cheered for the murder of women and children. So, Nobody should be surprised that Donald Trump pardoned or gave clemency to these Blackwater idiots, the criminals, because he clearly was believed that the killing of innocent people is, who are living over there is justified. So if it's justified to do it in 2016, why would we not think that he would have the back of those who did it earlier than 2016? Um, he he doesn't view the people over there as people. He believes that they should be killed indiscriminately, and that's a damn shame. But nobody wanted to believe that Donald Trump was the person that he said that he was. Every time you bring up that bring up something that Donald Trump said or did, oh, he really doesn't mean what he said. 
And then, you know, oh, but he's now he's doing what, oh, well, it's not as bad as you're saying. Oh, but it is as bad as you're saying. Oh, well, uh, you're just liberal media and then change the subject to something else because they will never admit that they were wrong. As I said on the show about the two Americas, so we do have two Americas. Uh, there are, there's the subset of Americans who will admit that they were wrong, who, if they make a mistake or if they say something wrong or if they do something wrong uh, that they feel bad about, they will, they will admit it. Then there's the other set of Americans who will never admit they did anything wrong. That's why these people will never abandon Donald Trump, because it would be too embarrassing for them to admit that they backed the wrong horse, that they backed somebody who is this stupid and this harmful and this toxic. And the fact that he is giving clemency to these four individuals is bad enough. It is clear proof that he never drained the swamp. There was never any serious. Again, anybody who believed that Donald Trump was draining the swamp, uh, you know, only the reason he would be draining the swamp is to replace that swamp with a swampier swamp. That's the only reason that he would do that. Um, but 20, there are 26 new pardons today, uh, including uh, that he pardoned Roger Stone, uh, former campaign chairman Paul Manafort. He uh, gave a uh, White House senior advisor, Jared Kushner's father, Charles Kushner. Um, according to CNN, pardons, uh, pardons of Manafort and Stone reward two of the most high-profile and widely condemned former advisors of the president, both of whom were indicted by special counsel Robert Mueller, Mueller uh, went to trial and were convicted by juries of multiple crimes. Manafort, who was at home with a prison sentence, admitted his crimes and agreed to cooperate with Mueller, then lied to prosecutors. Stone never uh, cooperated. And of course, everybody knew that Stone was going to get pardoned. Why? Because he never cooperated with prosecutors, so he was a good boy. He was, uh, he was, he he had Donald's back the whole time, so Donald was going to have his back again. Quid pro quo. Stone never never cooperated, so therefore Stone gets the benefit of the pardon after the fact. Nobody nobody should be surprised that Donald Trump is going to pardon his good buddies. Of course, conservatives were huge when they were talking about Mark Rich and Bill Clinton and and what was done there. Conservatives will. All day long to the blue in the face about what Clinton did with the pardons and Mark Rich, but they will never again say a peep, at least the Trump supporting conservatives, because there are conservatives who are not Trump supporters and those people who went along with the Lincoln Project and still say, hey, I'm a Republican. But of course, the Trump supporters won't call them conservatives. They're just, you know, probably liberal pinko commie bastards like, you know, everybody else who hates hates their president. My president and still your president, Donald Trump, as Brett Terhune would say. He's amazing. Charles Kushner uh, had been prosecuted by then U.S. Attorney for former for New Jersey, Chris Christie, for tax evasion, witness tampering, and a legal campaign contribution. Pled guilty to 16 counts of tax evasion, one count of retaliating against a federal witness, and another count of lying to the FEC. Uh, in early 2019, he went on to say that Charles Kushner committed one of the most loathsome, disgusting crimes he had prosecuted, uh, referring to an elaborate revenge plot that older that the older Kushner hashed in 20, 2003 uh, in order to target his brother-in-law, uh, former employee turned witness in their case against Kushner. Um, Kushner hired a prostitute to lure Shoulder into having sex in a Bridgewater, New Jersey motel room as hidden cameras rolled. The tape of the encounter was then sent to Kushner's sister, 
and Shoulders' wife, Esther. Ultimately, the intimidation stunt failed. The Shoulders brought the video to prosecutors who tracked down the woman and threatened her with arrest, and she turned on Kushner. And this is who Donald Trump pardoned, people. This is who Donald Trump pardoned. Um, Trump also pardoned other 20 other individuals. Um, he, uh, uh, the Tuesday pardons included George Papadopoulos, Chris Collins, and of course, clemency to the Blackwater guards involved in the Iraqi massacre. Um, Alex Vanderswan, a Dutch lawyer who was sentenced to 30 days in jail after pleading guilty to lying in the Miller investigations. Uh, two Border Patrol agents convicted in 2006 uh, for shooting and wounding unarmed, undocumented immigrants and covering it up. Um, I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Oh, statements from the, by the press secretary regarding the executive grants of clemency. James Souf, um, let's see, bah, 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 pled guilty in 1991, kind of falling a false tax return. Um, which one was the one that committed the Medicaid fraud? Let, let's see who that is. Trump pardon Medicaid fraud. Trump commutes 20-year sentence of former Chicago-area nursing home mogul convicted in Medicaid fraud. Uh, lots of ads on this website. Chicago-area nursing home mogul Philip S. Formis was once called the king of Medicaid fraud, accused of cycling elderly, destitute, and drug-addicted ed- patients through his network of facilities and billing millions of dollars to government programs, often for services never rendered, according to federal prosecutors. In sentencing as to 20 years, as to 20 years in prison last year, a federal judge, let's see, and this is last year when he was finally uh, convicted. Um, the uh, length and scope of his criminal conduct was unmatched in our community, if not the country, and an epic violation of Trump, of tr- epic violation of trust. As former as 52 is now a free man. Uh, released uh, from Florida prison on Tuesday after President Trump commuted his sentence, granted in clemency to 20 people in all. Um, he was arrested in 2016 as Miami State and charged with an excess of massive $1.3 billion Medicare and Medicaid fraud scheme. Why would Donald Trump do that? Statement by Press Secretary Kathleen Kennedy alluded to his former pleading, pending appeal of his conviction, which alleged massive overreach by overzealous prosecutors. So, Here's the thing. Why not? Oh, oh, no. And he's been noted that he's been devoted to prayer and repentance while in prison. Well, you know, that's great. Let God judge that. Let God figure that out. It shouldn't be up to to determine his soul. There's no nothing on this page about Esformis, uh from Kaylee McEdeney's, uh uh, page. It doesn't look like there's anything on this page about that. Uh, full pardon of Paul Manafort, stemming from convictions prosecuted for special counsel Mueller. Blah, blah, blah. Mr. Manafort had already spent two years in prison, including a stretch of time in solitary confinement, treatment worse than what many of most violent criminals receive as a result of blatant prosecutorial overreach. Mr. Manafort endured years of unfair treatment. I mean, it sounds like it's Donald Trump wrote this specifically. Mark Shapiro and Irving Stitsky um, commutations to them for the remainder of their sentences. Uh, Shapiro and Stitsky founded a real estate investing firm but hid their prior felony convictions and used a straw CEO due to 28 
2008 financial crisis, the business lost millions for its investors. So uh, Donald Trump claimed to want to clear the swamp or clean the swamp or empty the swamp or drain the swamp or whatever he wanted to do to the swamp, but he only did so in order to gain a more swampier swamp. So that's the thing with with the Blackwater things, while not surprising at all, is the most disgusting. And anybody to be backing that and still backing Donald Trump, sorry, you're a deplorable and you're a lemming. You know, am I allowed to say that on Facebook? I mean, this isn't being aired live on Facebook unless you're watching it maybe via a link. But I don't know. I guess I'm going to probably be mocking Facebook and beating that dead horse for at least weeks now because it pisses me off that I can be called a sheep, but yet I can't call people playgrounds. But anyway, Donald Trump. I mean, I, I could think of all sorts of names to call Donald Trump, but, you know, you know there's several terms uh, that I could probably think of calling him, but not more than one at a time, apparently, because America did reject him, thankfully. And hopefully uh, Donald Trump will not find a way to snake oil salesman himself back into office by whatever reason he, he believes. I mean, his listeners, his listeners, his Followers clearly believe that there is a path, but none of them can actually say what the path is. Let's go ahead and take the next commercial break. We can come back and take your phone calls as well. 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dane Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Would you like to support Liberal Day and Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit 
like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom. You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, First Hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out budgeteers.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But Budgeteers is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out Budgeteers.com or go to YouTube.com slash Budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Do you want to put some money away for holiday gifts or just create a separate account to save money for a rainy day? Do you want to get a savings bonus every month for money deposited? Do you want the chance to earn up to $10 million simply by depositing money into an FDIC-insured bank? Then open a Yada account and use code LIBERALDAN, make a deposit, and you can get 100 free tickets for next week's jackpot. Each deposit can earn you extra tickets as well. And I've made it easy for you. Just go to yada.liberaldan.com and sign up. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan dot com. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk for the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman from New Orleans, Louisiana. Getting to join the conversation, 914-803-4131. Again, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash liberaldan or patreon.liberaldan.com. Either way, we'll get you there. You can either support the show by being a a Patreon, or you can, uh, for $3 or $5, or increase your amounts to to do even more and get more say in what goes on in the show, or you can buy advertising as well. Um, and you, if you can't afford, because, you know, this is a pandemic, this is COVID-19, there's clearly, it's very difficult uh, for some people to, to make ends meet. So if you're listening to the show and you enjoyed it, and you want to help me for free, the best way you can do it is subscribe, you know, like my page on Facebook and subscribe to youtube.liberaldan.com. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, make sure that I can get more and more subscribers because once I can get to a thousand and get enough views, I can monetize. And then that, that is a way to bring in additional funds so I can make this um, more of a career uh, than what it currently has been. Um, One little last thing on uh, these pardons, Uh, Ben Sass, a Republican Senator uh, from Nebraska, uh, released the following statement after President Trump's exercised his constitutional power to issue pardons to another tranche of felons like Manafort and Stone, who flagrantly and repeatedly violated the law and harmed Americans. He says, this is rotten to the core. So um, I have no doubt in my mind that Donald Trump probably believes that he can pardon himself. Um so he probably will do that. He will probably pardon his kids on the way out the door too. Um, and he'll probably word it in such a way that says, I'm not saying that they committed any crime, but the Democrats are going to 
say that they're going to bring fake news and they're going to bring a witch hunt against me and my family and my children. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, pardon my children and myself for all crimes uh, under underneath my presidency. So therefore, the Democrats can't touch me. Of course, they, he can't do anything about the state charges that are coming for him. But he probably doesn't realize this, even though people probably have told him this. He probably doesn't realize it. Um, but I'm sure I'm sure we're going to see a lot more pardons of a lot more horrible people. And some of those pardons will probably be members of more members of his family. So don't don't be surprised when it happens because it's going to happen. Yard. So uh, the COVID-19 relief bill that passed. And of course, Trump's being an idiot about that, too, you know, because he's like, oh, I don't want to sign it because it doesn't have enough money for the people. People. First of all, why didn't you push for a $2,000 aid before the election? I mean, now, granted, the Democrats may not have wanted to help you pass something before the election, but you should have at least tried and made it a campaign issue. But because you refused to push for any of these things, and now we're on the 11th hour, and you can't, and, and now you're threatening to throw everything out because you think the amount is is too little you could have pushed for a higher amount there was a higher amount than 600 that was pushed back in may and you didn't do anything about it you didn't push the republicans to do anything about it the democrats can unanimously consent if you set the example and they could change it to go from 600 to 2000 they could do that but you have to use your power to do so because there's there's and here's the here's the funny thing is that if the republicans refuse to to do what donald trump wants them to do and then donald trump refuses to sign this bill i think that only helps the republicans in georgia who are running for senate or, i mean i'm sorry it only helps the democrats in georgia who are running for the senate sorry my bad why uh because you're, you're going to show that the republicans true colors you're going to show that they do not want to help the working people of this country to survive during social distancing, during economic shutdowns. And we're going to have to be shut down because our numbers are getting worse and worse and worse. They are absolutely getting worse. And if you call, listen to sort of talk radio, I called into a show today, a friend of mine, John Mason. I mean, I like him as a person, uh, but he is very conservative and we disagree on a lot of issues and, but the caller that called in after after me was trying to be like, well, science has its place, but you have to have faith in God. I'm like, if you believe in God, you should believe that God granted these scientists the wisdom and the intelligence to 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 actually, you know, come up with these answers and to protect us. And by not listening to them, you know, God, why did I die? You know, guy goes to heaven. I can change the story around. Guy goes to heaven, dies of COVID-19. You know, doctor, I prayed. Uh, you know, or let's say guy, guy goes out. You know, he 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 doesn't wear a mask. You know, he listens to the he listens to the during a pandemic. He listens to the pandemicist or the epidemiologist, and he says. I don't. Uh, God, God will protect me from this virus. I don't need to wear a mask. And then he listens to a virologist, and he goes, uh, 
God will protect me from the virus. I will, I will, uh, I have to work this out and put this on my Facebook page. God will protect me from the virus. Uh, I don't need to socially distance. Uh, God will protect him from the virus. Like, uh, and then the guy catches COVID and he dies. And he goes up to heaven and he asks God, it's like, I pray to you to protect me from COVID-19. Why didn't you uh, protect me? And God says, well, I sent you the epidemiologists and the virologists. I sent you Fauci. I sent you, I sent you the CDC. I sent you all those people. All those people, you know, were sent to you by me to, to, to warn you on how to protect yourself, and you refused to do so. Therefore, you and your family had died from COVID. And I'm, I have a friend of mine who works. Uh, she is a contact tracer. For the, there is a limited amount of contract tracing that gets done. It's clearly not enough. Um, but there is, there are people, you know, who do this sort of work. And one of them is my friend. Shout out to Heather. Um, and let's see what she's a, just hung up with a 70 year old woman uh, who her and her husband are COVID positive. They went to a family funeral on Saturday with symptoms. The 22-person list of people she was around for so long that she had to email it to her. Like, if you think you're sick, stay home and or get tested. Well, they got tested. They have COVID-19. And now they likely turned this funeral where they were, you know, upset about the death of a loved one into a super spreader event. And now there are more funerals. So it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous that these people just won't do what they need to do in order to protect themselves and protect other people. It's a damn shame. But a lot of people are, back to the bill itself, a lot of people are are being critical of the bill for it's containing other things. Well, first and foremost, the thing that was passed was two parts in one piece of legislation. There was the parts pertaining to COVID-19, which needed to get passed, should have been passed months ago, but it needed to get passed. And then there's also the parts that pertain to the operation of the federal government. So that also needed to get passed. So they just did two in one vote. So many people are complaining about the fact that these, that these, uh, that the legislation was too, too full of things that are not COVID related. Well, it's omnibus bill. It's the nature of the beast. Now, are there things that should or shouldn't be in a, a COVID bill? Maybe things that we should have done or maybe things we should have. Sure, we can disagree and agree on different parts of legislation. Can we be annoyed that they only gave American people $600, uh, but they gave entire countries, you know, millions? Now, this, to say that American citizens get 600 and other people get millions, a little ridiculous because, you know, you'd have to say, okay, well, we're looking at, the, you know, let's say what's given to Egypt or whatever other countries that are out there that are getting aid in this bill. Well, then let, let's look at the entirety of the citizenry and see how much the citizenry are getting. So let's say if you had 100 million people and you gave each one of them 600, that's $600 million right there that you're giving everybody. And then that in the kids, maybe 1.2, maybe 1.2 billion uh, that, that, is, that is going to Americans when only a certain amount is going to you know, so you have to look at this and be honest with how the money is being spent. It's dishonest to say, well, 600 is going to you, but this country is getting a whole chunk. No, you have to say, okay, all of Americans as a combined total are getting this amount of aid, 
and this other people are getting aid uh, as well. Now, you might disagree with whether or not those people should get that aid, and that's a valid discussion to be had, and we can debate that till we're blue in the face, but you know, most of these things are part of the omnibus part of the bill funding the government and government activities and not a part of you know, the COVID-19 portion of the bill uh, that would provide people with uh, stimulus, with extended unemployment, et cetera. So the people that are not, there are people who are not looking at this in an honest way, in a way that um, accurately refre- reflects the content of the bill. Again, you know, should it have been almost 6,000 pages long? Probably not. I think we could probably could have done more with less. Um, we probably could have split it into more manageable chunks. Um, and we should have had more money for people. We should have had universal basic income this entire time, too. And that's not happening. So, you know, it's kind of hard to judge these uh, the people who are passing these laws individually when it's the entire machine that you have to change how the machine works almost like don't hate the player hate the game because i can hate the game all i want but if if somebody if, if somebody want need to in order to get the 600 bucks per adult or per person uh into the hands of the american people they had to pass other things as well like if i was in congress and i was like you know there are all these bits and pieces in the law about ending the regulation of uh, hyacinths crossing borders or so I think that's one I remember that I heard from this afternoon. If if that if I had to vote to allow that in order to get people, you know, even if I even if I disagreed with decriminalization of uh transporting hyacinths across state line or whatever it is that got included in the bill, even if I didn't support it, I would be like, you know, at the end of the day, maybe that's fine to let go as long as people are getting their $600 uh, in additional stimulus funds. So that's that. I think I'm going to go ahead and call it an end of this week's episode of a liberal day in radio talk from the left. That's right. Um, We've hit on several topics and unfortunately nobody has joined us in the chat room this week. Unlike most weeks where we at least have one or two uh, who do come in and, and, uh, who do come in and you know bring more joy and merriment. I hope you did enjoy this week's uh, reading of The War Before Christmas. And again, if you want to hear it, it's, you can always replay this episode in its entirety or just the beginning if you want to rehear what I have to say as well. Anyway, that is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Tune in next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central on blogstalkradio.com slash liberaldan to find more. Go to liberaldan.com to find the link to find all the places where I am online, on social media, etc. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and if you can, support the Patreon as well. Till next Wednesday, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk to the left, that's right.